Hey folks, welcome to a podcast about Catholic things. This is Eric, the Ambassador of Common Sense, and I am here by myself. Our normal vote uh, recording time is yesterday, and we did record, and that recording is coming. But I felt I felt really compelled to record this today. Um, it is Christmas Eve. And my two sons and I just got back from the local Novus Ordo Church. Um, if you've been listening to us, then you know that we've been going to Mass at a Tridentine Mass uh, downtown Cincinnati. But on usually on Christmas and on Easter, I walk up to the local parish, which um, is St. Martin's in Cincinnati, and I go to those Masses because uh, during Easter, I, I like to welcome the new Catholics into our parish. And on Christmas, um, well, there's just a parking thing. Everybody suddenly, people who don't go to Mass normally, suddenly decide, oh, this week I have to go to Mass because it's Christmas or Easter. I don't know why that is. If if you don't go to mass normal days, I think you should just stay home on those days. You just mess up the seating and parking for the rest of us who do go to mass every week. But whatever. So I walk up to mass and I usually go there early. And it's kind of a tradition for me and my kids. We we get up there early. We park. We take our seats. And then as the church fills up and it becomes standing room only, uh we give up our seats for older people or pregnant people or people who maybe shouldn't have to stand. And that's been one of our family traditions um, since my kids were children, uh, since they were born. That's what we've done. This time it was a little different. Uh, we went up to the local parish, and I think I had mentioned in one of the podcasts that last year the Christmas Mass um, – I actually sat down and there was still seating room. It's 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 shrunk this time uh, because of the COVID, I guess. But not just because of the COVID, because the parish has shrunk. Um, they could not even fill a quarter of the church. There was tons of room for people to sit, and the people just weren't there. I understand that that people are encouraged to attend Mass from home. That's not a real thing. You cannot attend Mass from home. Uh, you can watch it and you can say those prayers, but you're not, you're not attending Mass if you're not there in the building witnessing it where you're able to receive communion. But the, what I saw there today, I, I don't know how to put it into words. It broke my heart. I was so sad to see it. Since I've started going to the Tridentine Mass, um, COVID has hit, and the crowd size at that church has almost tripled, maybe even quadrupled. It's gotten huge. And we go to the early, early morning low Mass with no singing or anything. We go to that Mass that people go to uh, so that they don't have to sit next to people. And even that is getting crowded to the point where uh, it's downtown Cincinnati and I have a hard time finding a parking place now. Uh, even though I get there early, I still have a hard time finding a parking place. It's getting full. The other Latin masses in Cincinnati are getting full as well. 
they just keep getting bigger, the crowd sizes. And then I go back to the Novus Ordo Mass at St. Martin's, which it's not even, it's not just that it's a Novus Ordo Mass. It's got a very liberal priest who, who takes liberties with the words of the Mass, sometimes even the words of the Gospel, and changes them. And uh, his crowd size just keeps shrinking. And I sometimes wonder, what, what, uh, why don't they see this? The Specifically, St. Martin's, uh, I've mentioned before, even on the normal Sunday Masses, which there were, you know, if you include the Saturday Masses, there were five of them, I think. Every single one of them was full. Um, there were even people standing in the back because they f- couldn't fit everybody into all the pews. The whole church was p- full, and it is a huge church. I don't know how many it seats, but I know it's huge. And uh, at some point, I think when I was a teenager, uh, the priest there said, we're going to remodel the church. And he got a bunch of people to pledge money, and he promised when they pledged that he would not move the tabernacle. And then they redid the church, and he used all the money that he stole from people, and they moved the tabernacle. And there was nothing anyone could do about it. And a lot of people left then, and I would say maybe that had something to do with it. But the fact is, it's been slowly leaking ever since then. The parish members are hemorrhaging all over. They're going other places. Now, there are a number of them who are moving to more traditional masses. Like myself, I go to the Latin Mass. A lot of people have started going to St. Lawrence, which is another parish. It's in a poor neighborhood, but it just keeps getting stronger and bigger because the priest is so strong and so conservative. But you, I here's the problem. I know this is going on all across America. I know all across America, people went into a Mass and barely recognized it. Because of, first of all, how small the crowd is. Second of all, because the priest has changed the words of the Mass or changed how the Mass is done or changed the way he distributes the body and blood, soul and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. And now you walk up in line and you hold out your hand and they put it on your hand and they've even erased all the the, the ceremony with taking one hand and taking it out of the other hand, and then lifting it to your mouth. You step to the side, face the altar as you lift it into your mouth, make the sign of the cross, and then turn around and go back to your seat. That's how it used to be done. That's how we learned it in the Novus Ordo Mass. They've even taken away that ceremony. People put their hand out, their single hand, and they put it in their hand, and then they use one hand to move the mask down so that they can get to their mouth, and then they put it in their mouth. Most of the time, they're halfway back to the seat by the time it even gets in their mouth. It's terrible. And as we were getting ready for communion, I had to make a decision, and I thought, I, just, I can't do it. I can't, I can't just put the Lord's body in my hand as if it's a piece of bread. I just can't do it. Um, I've found a deep love and respect for the Eucharist since I started going to the Latin Mass, and I can't erase that. So 
I didn't go. My son, my strong big son, Sam, did go. He's uh, 16, I think. And I had no sense of judgment for him for that. He just, he wants to go to communion. He loves the Eucharist also. And he went up in line and he got up to the distributor and he knelt down and stuck his tongue out. And that made me really, really proud. And the distributor refused to give it to him. So finally, Sam stood up and he took it in his hands. And that's probably what I would have done. Either that or make a big scene. What are you going to do? But, uh, wow, he was miffed about that. But I guess I'm coming to my point here. Um, Again, it's just the, the crowd at that church and other churches all across the nation are are just shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. And the priests, they don't seem to get it. Because you get up there and you hear the same old worn-out uh, homilies about be nice to people and take a little bit of Jesus' forgiveness and bring that out into the world. And you have to understand that while Jesus was all about forgiveness, he wasn't about being nice. And there is a time for us to stand and fight against the kind of tyranny that's happening right now, against the governors who are closing our churches and against the bishops who are demanding that we stop singing, who are demanding that we not let people in the church. We need priests who are going to stand against this. You look at the Trump sensation that's happened across America. This guy who was never a politician whose only fame was his uh, reality show decided he's going to run and he started saying things and I guess maybe at first a lot of the people who were cheering him on were the kinds of people who were who enjoyed his reality show that wasn't me I hate reality TV but once I heard him speak because he spoke from a position of strength that's when I was on the Trump train and millions of other people in America jumped on the Trump train because of his position of strength, because he didn't cower to the left. In the other masses in Cincinnati, the traditional masses, the priests are strong leaders, and those parishes are growing. They're overflowing, but at parishes like St. Martin's, where the priests are weak, and they bend to the will of these bishops and governors, they're getting fewer and fewer followers. The priest is a shepherd. He is supposed to lead and protect his sheep. That is his job. The shepherd does not abandon his sheep to the wolves. That's something that weak shepherds do. Shepherds who won't be shepherds for long because they won't have any sheep left in the end. Let me tell you something. The sheep who are leaving your flock, most of them are not going to stronger parishes. Most of them are going to the wolves. They're leaving for Protestant churches. They're leaving for pagan churches. Things like Wicca and spiritualism and Hinduism. They are being devoured by the wolves. That's what's happening to your flock. You need to wake up and understand this. And you need to do something about it. The way Christ did something about it. When Christ came here, he was the shepherd and he was strong. 
And look what happened. He was hated by the high priests, something you might now call the bishops. He was hated by the Romans. He was loved by the people because he came in as a strong leader. And he wouldn't placate, and he wouldn't bow down, and he wouldn't speak the language that the high priests and the Romans and everyone else wanted him to speak. He spoke as a powerful leader. They hated him, and they put him to death. When Jesus went out, he saw the people, and he had pity on them. He had pity because they were a people, a flock without a shepherd. And that's what's going on right now. People flocked to Trump because he offered himself as a strong leader. People are flocking to the strong priests and bishops out there because they feel like they're going to lead them to a place of strength, not to a place of placating and bowing down to the wishes of politicians. I implore the priests out there at these Novus Ordo parishes to be shepherds, be strong shepherds, take a position of strength, speak out against these terrible bishops who are closing the churches, who are asking us not to sing, who are asking us not to receive the Holy Eucharist on our tongues. Embrace the traditions of the church. The traditions are what make us strong. Stand against the bad bishops and stand against the bad governors and stand up against all the bad politicians. Your flock will grow. I guarantee you, your flock will grow. They will come to you, but you have to have strength. You have to show strength. You can't bend down to the left. You can't bend down to the bishops. And the bishops and the left and maybe the people who have power over you right now will hate you. But God will bless you if you stand against them. And the people will love you. And your flock will grow. That's all I got to say. Think about what I said. And God bless you and Merry Christmas.